Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. I'm Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Beaknicks. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, Beaknicks. Good morning, everybody. I don't care if you're even listening. Just good morning to you somewhere out in the world. Just know that my thoughts are with you. Yeah, and if you're not listening, fuck you. Or start listening, in which case we retract that. In which case it's back to good morning again. Yeah, see, it all it all tidies up in a neat little package. Yeah, everyone has a choice. Yeah, to listen to our show or go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's the choice. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So you've made the right one, people listening. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh... So we got a little something special planned for the show today. We do. We actually do. We, uh... There's a... We've had to institute a sort of statute of limitations on the topic list. Yes, we've received a lot of them over the nearly two years we've been doing this. Uh-huh. And so today is Topic Clearinghouse Day. It is the great culling of the old topics. Anything over a year old... Yeah. We are just firing off one by one as many as possible in this episode. Right, because we get so many topics from all of y'all... On average of one topic a week, we're not going to get to everything. Yeah. You know, and it's nice that you guys like us so much to keep sending us stuff, but we can't cover it all. We're not saying stop. We're saying keep going. Yeah, send those topics to topics at thebeak.org. Hell, you know, you guys, you, you love to send in the topics in big batches. You love sending five at a time, ten at a time. Keep doing that. Because maybe someday your topic will end up on a show like this, and this could be really funny or awful. We don't know yet. Right. But the, th- the thing is, there is, after a certain time, it's weird to hold you to the topics you send. Like, if you sent us something like 18 months ago, you probably don't even remember doing that. Yeah, no, we have actually gotten uh, contacted by people who sent in topics who have said, I don't remember sending you that. Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah. really, we're just going to be doing the topics that you don't remember either. So yeah, We also got some questions we never got around to answering. We do. Uh, this, yeah, we're just going to wrap up, clear out 2012, yeah. and also clear out all the old shit from 2011 and one fell swoop. These are all 2011 topics, yes. Well, they are. I mean, we still have topics from 2012. Those are staying on the list. Those I mean, are on the list, yeah. I mean, we're clearing out the year 2012. Well, yes. As, as we finish 2012, we're clearing out 2011. I'm saying this poorly. You are saying this very poorly. It's convoluted. You're the worst chimney sweep. You what? don't know how to clear out anything. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a chimney sweep, what would you what would you even do? It's like, okay, we're going to clear out this chimney, and then we're going to clear out everything else. Really? I thought you just did chimneys. <laughs> oh, we do. I'm just speaking figuratively. Man, Mary Poppins... I'm not hiring this guy again, says the owner of that fireplace. <laughs> Mary Poppins will never dance with me. No. I'm, For... that, I'm that much of not a chimney sweep. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. You know, if Julie Andrews was here right now, she'd probably slap you. <laughs> Could she spank me instead? No. Um, no, in fact, no. Because she... Bend, now me, th- bend me over that Julie Andrews D, and she, she puts on the fake Cockney accent. And, uh, well, clearly that's not going to happen now that she's onto your little game. Julie Andrews is smart. She is. Uh, anyway. Look, let's do these topics. All okay? right. Let's, let's just let's, get away let's from Let's burn that. through some old topics. Okay, here's one to start with. Here's a topic we could never find something to do with. Okay. It's probably good that this one never came up. Okay. Because uh, things that are made bad by cream cheese, submitted by Trevor in Salton, Washington. Thank you, Trevor. Trevor, Um, you're a friend of the show. We've done so many of your topics. Things that are made bad by cream cheese. Uh, Most things. Uh, Yeah, you're kind of the cooking expert. 
Cream cheese is... Is cream cheese in what they use to make cheesecake? Yes. Okay, so cheesecake is good. Yeah, uh, you and can put it on a bagel. It's good on a bagel. Right. I like it on toast, maybe an English muffin. Okay. Most of your uh, most of your breakfast breads. Sure. Yeah. That's about it, though, right? Uh, yeah, you can use it as an ingredient in some frostings and dips and so forth. Sure, cream cheese frosting. That makes sense. I made that, that, that crazy buffalo chicken thing one time, and that had some cream cheese mixed into it. Okay. But, I mean, you but, wouldn't want it on, like, a steak. I wouldn't. I don't no. know. Maybe that's great, but it seems like... I'd like to point out that among the things that are made bad by cream cheese uh-huh. are all foods, okay. or, or rather not all foods, Yeah, all non-foods. That's rather. a good point. Uh, uh, sofa upholstery. Much worse with cream cheese. Carpet. Any fabric, really. Yeah. Uh, roller coasters. So dangerous if you slide the cream cheese all over them. Windshields. Not good. Not transparent. You're very, right. O- very thick and opaque. Yeah. <laughs> Cats. They'll make a mess. Absolutely. Uh, uh... Uh, sex. You don't want to bring dairy into that. No, no, no. No good will come of that. Not at all. Um, cream cheese in the bathtub? What's the point of that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun to get in once. Yeah. But you can really only do it once. Because as soon as that guy gets out, is the next person going to want to get in and slather around the cream cheese? No, the Ew. first guy pubed it all up. Oh, that's okay? disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to get into somebody else's sloppy cream cheese Seconds? Back. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you don't want sloppy cream cheese seconds. Yeah. So, le- so yeah. leave the cream cheese in the cheesecake and at the breakfast table. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, oh, and, uh, there, there is this, this cookie recipe that I actually bought some for where you have to kind of knead some into the dough to kind of make it, uh, okay. I don't know, flaky or something. I don't really know what it's going to do, but we're going to find out when I make these cookies sometime very soon. All right. Yeah. That's so, one down. That's one down. Okay. okay. Uh, the Evolution of Tie-Dye, From Awful to More and More Awful, submitted by CJ in Baltimore. Thank you, CJ. Thank you, CJ. This topic actually has a history. Uh, yeah, I never really understood it. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we, we understand, you know, Tie-Dye, we're not huge fans, but we actually left it out of many of the roles because we, we wanted clarification from this guy. Didn't yeah. know what it means. We talked to CJ on the phone a while ago. We did. We got in touch and we talked to him. And, Apparently, uh, there's this whole backstory. Now he was a school teacher somewhere in America at the time, and there was right. this he's, whole. He's actually a CJ in Pittsburgh now, but when he sent this topic, he right. was CJ in Baltimore. Right, and he, I don't think he's a teacher anymore. In fact, I know he's not. But that's not the point. Apparently, there was like it wasn't just a fashion thing. It was some kind of like fundraiser thing, or people were selling these things. Oh, I yeah. I still don't really understand it. Right, no, I think I know what he's talking about because, okay, when high schools do, you know, like when the band, when the marching band goes to march competitively or when there's a play or when there's, you know, the the football team's raising money for the boosters or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like you, you have t-shirts made up for it. Uh-huh. And normally you get them in the school colors or if the play has a motif, you get them in those colors, whatever, whatever. But sometimes they get a discount on the pink tie-dye shirts. So they get a bunch of those. And everyone looks like a fucking souvenir from from the bad parts of Florida. And, uh... Yeah, I mean... I don't really understand the, like, evolution of tie-dye part. Like, I mean, I understand fabric dyeing techniques. 
Yeah, but, no, it's basically stayed the same. Once they worked out how to make the little circle thing, yeah. that was pretty much the pinnacle. Right. Um, I remember in the 90s, they was, it got it reincorporated into the whole Peace Frog mall t-shirt kiosk thing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we offered CJ the opportunity to just send us a recorded rant to give us some clarification, and it never panned out, so... Um, yeah, he sent us uh, Scranch's fan fiction instead. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> Are you, you, why do you bring that up? You want to play that? Uh, no, it's very upsetting and the sound quality is low. Okay. <laughs> but no. mostly it is very upsetting. <laughs> okay. Well, <It's>, uh, <laughs> like if, if, if we were famous uh-huh. and we played this, yeah. two days from now we'd be on Gawker apologizing and begging <laughs> for our lives back. <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. It's that kind of humor. So. Yeah, I thought so. That's why I'm surprised you brought it up to begin with. Yeah, well, I had to explain what he sent in lieu of an explanation. Fair enough. That is a funny thing to send. Send us more stuff. Send us more fanfic, whatever. About us, about Dr. Soxenberg. None of it's canon. We don't care. So. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, that's, yeah. Okay, uh, here's one, here's one. How many superheroes should Chris Evans get to play? Submitted by Jay, friend of the show Jay, submitter of so fucking many topics Jay. Thank you Jay. Thank you Jay. Jay of JV Mail, Jay. Alright, now I have seen every superhero movie that Chris Evans has been in. Alright. Which is four. Okay. He was Human Torch in both the Fantastic Four movies, and he was Captain America in Captain America and the Avengers. Indeed. I, I think, I think they've actually hit the mark pretty well with Chris Evans, cause like, his Human Torch was a douchebag, but that's mostly because that whole movie sucked. Like, Fantastic yeah. Four was just no. That was a movie awful. made. That was a movie made for douchebags. That was a movie made for people who who just love crap written by committee, and then they shoehorn a romance in there because they think because these are the kind of assholes who think they need to trick their girlfriends into seeing it. It was it was both of the films were poorly written. The humor was tedious, etc. Like, the only really good casting choice was the guy who played The Thing. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they got, you know, Michael Chiklis, who looks like The Thing. He looks like The Thing without the makeup. Yeah, I mean... So, like, that, that was cool. That's a once-in-a-generation opportunity, that kind of casting, okay? Right. And they squandered it on these crappy movies where Galactus is a big space fart or something. I didn't see him. But. Yeah, I mean, I think you should keep Michael Chiklis as the official thing, like, yeah. just to make a cameo in some other movie. Yeah. Like, if, if if Marvel decides, you know, if, if the people who do in the, the, the Marvel movie universe thing, mm-hmm. if they decide, oh, hey, we've somehow got the Fantastic Four and we're going to be bringing them into the fold with, with Captain America and the Hulk and all of them. Sure. By all means. Keep Michael Chiklis. Replace everybody else. Yeah. Chris Evans by necessity and the other two just because fuck those people. Uh, yeah. Well, Jessica Alba is is a fine human being, but was not particularly interesting as, you know, in that yeah. role. And the guy, I don't remember who the fuck he was. So, yeah, yeah you can replace all of them. It doesn't get, matter. Get Stephen Colbert, okay? Cause he's, oh, right. He's, he's too big and famous now <laughs> to be Professor Impossible on Venture Brothers. Right, but okay, the, But I think as actual Reed Richards in right. a big-budget Hollywood movie... <laughs> that would okay, be awesome. I think Stephen Colbert would do it. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. That would be sweet. And Reed Richards isn't supposed to be some fucking 29-year-old pretty boy. He's supposed to be a scientist. Yeah. Okay. All right, that would be cool. 
Like he he's not just you know he's not fresh out of the the, the PhD <laughs> program. Okay, he's a respected scientist. Stephen Colbert can play this role. Yeah, I, but on the on the the reverse side, I think Chris Evans did a pretty good job as Captain America. Because Captain America is kind of straight-laced. He's kind of the straight man. Yeah. You know, he's not the coolest guy or the funniest guy or the most badass. He's yeah. just kind of the, like, uptight leader guy. And Chris Evans yeah. did a pretty good job. No, I mean, he, it, it's all the, the, the Boy Scoutishness of Superman. Yeah. But without all the Messiah bullshit. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's... I, I mean, it's a different character. I'm not going to say if it's more or less nuanced, but... Being a god is never really that nuanced. Right. Which is why Zeus fucks everyone. Sure, yeah. And I mean, that's really more like the burden, you know, Thor had to bear. Yeah, exactly. See, Thor already has that problem. We don't need two guys with that. So I'd say the answer to your question, Jay, is how many superheroes should Chris Evans get to play? Uh, The exact number that has already happened, we're set. We're done. Chris Evans can keep on playing Captain America as long as he likes. No more Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, and and if he decides to move on from Captain America, maybe not play superheroes. Yeah, just play something else. You know, pull a Brad Pitt and just do other things. Play a serial killer. Really get away from that typecasting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Next one up. Settled, settled. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, here's one from uh, from Greg in Brooklyn. Thank you, Greg. One of our uh, very earliest topic dudes. Uh-huh. Shweddy Balls ice cream. Oh, I remember that. I remember when that happened. Do they even still make that ice cream? No, it was discontinued uh, earlier this year. Wow. Actually, way earlier this year. We missed our window. Shweddy Balls ice cream was Ben & Jerry's flavor. It sure was. It came out around, like, Christmas 2011. Yeah. And it was a a vanilla bean rum kind of ice cream, but it was very bland. Didn't taste nearly rummy enough. Ew. And it had like... um, You're the guy who's eating it, so... Yeah, it had malted milk balls in it. I I went out and actually bought a pint just to try it. It had like kind of malted milk ball type things in it. Yeah. It wasn't good. Like, it wasn't a good flavor. It wasn't a popular flavor. Because, you know, Ben and Jerry's, they do the celebrity flavors, most famously Cherry Garcia. Right. Which I love and, frankly, is just as good in froyo form as it is in ice cream form. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah, as am I. I love me some Chubby Hubby, you know, some... uh, Whatever that thing is with the coffee chocolate shit. Oh, I like that one, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, There's a lot of good flavors. They got got some good flavors, but they do the celebrity flavors. They do the Stephen Colbert flavor, which is actually very good. It's got little bits of waffle cone. American Dream is good. I don't like the... What's is the Jimmy Fallon flavor with the chips? Oh, yeah. The, it's got potato chips in the ice cream. It's not good. I mean, don't get me wrong. A little salty to go with your sweet, that can be good. But why couldn't it have been pretzels? Why did it have to be chips? Yeah, I don't get that at all. Like, like there's pretzels in Chubby Hubby. That's yeah. why it's, it goes good with the chocolate. Mm-hmm. I don't... The chips... No. No, that seems... It's potato. It's it, potato it and is, ice cream. It is potato. It doesn't make any sense. I mean... Potato like, doesn't go with ice cream. No, I mean, if I want something that was, you know, that comes from nature in my ice cream, it's going to be fruit. Yeah, that makes more sense. I like fruit in ice cream. I don't want potatoes in my ice cream, no matter how fried and salty they may be. 
Here's the here's where I feel like Schwitty Balls ice cream really fell flat though. Okay. Besides just that it wasn't yeah, a good recipe. Because the the backstory is for those who don't know, it's uh, uh, based on Alec Baldwin did a sketch on SNL like 15 years ago. Well, that's the thing. Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon host shows that are popular on TV now. Yes, they do. Schwitty Balls was an old ass SNL sketch. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he he was on the the whole joke was that you know. He's on an NPR show, and his name is like Bob Schwetty or something, and he makes some kind of little ball-shaped food, and so he keeps saying Schwetty Balls, which sounds like Sweaty Balls. Ha <laughs> ha, get it? <laughs> and they say it like 50 times, and they're all very deadpan about it. Ha ha ha. They don't know they're talking about testicles. And... Then 15 years later, it's like, fuck it, let's make some ice cream. While Alec Baldwin, <laughs> mind you, is having something of a career resurgence at the time oh. on a TV show that has nothing to do with sweaty balls. That's true. If they'd have just done a, a 30 Rock-themed ice cream, yeah, that probably know, would have been a lot more popular. Just, just fucking tastes like scotch and cigars, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, and like malted milk balls in an ice cream is a good starter idea, but you need to put it in a more compelling, like, base. Yeah, they could call it, you know, fucking whatever that character's name is, you know, single malt something something, you know, because he likes the scotch. Oh, that would be better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you give Tina Fey an ice cream. Give Tina Fey three kinds of ice cream. Tina Fey, there are enough, you know what, now this reminds me, there's at least like three or four men with like ice creams. Yeah. I think there's also a John Lennon ice cream that was out for a while. Oh, yeah, and and Fish, the band, had fish food. There aren't any, where are the women ice creams? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just not as good at becoming, you know, hippie icons, but neither is Stephen Colbert, neither is Alec Baldwin. Well, you know, I mean, like, Jerry Garcia, Fish, okay, fine, it's all jam band ice cream, whatever, that's your theme. But then, they open it up. Late night hosts and 12-year-old, 15-year-old, you know, comedy sketches. Where is Tina Fey's ice cream? God yeah. damn it. Or, or if you want to go retro, how about a Janis Joplin ice cream flavor? I would eat the fuck out of Janis Joplin ice cream. You'll catch something, but okay. <laughs> I don't know what's in it, Boom. but I'm... <laughs> that was harsh. I know. <laughs> okay, so sweaty balls, there you go. There we go. That's yeah. that's that's how the balls get the sweatiness. Okay. Uh, dodge cars and trucks, another Jay topic. Thanks, Jay. I don't... I don't know what that means. Like, is this, is this like a Frogger reference? Like I think he means cars, cars and trucks made by Dodge, the kind of car. Why is that the name of a company that makes cars, right? Like, was there a guy named Bill Dodge? I don't or, know. Because, like, cars, if you're thinking about Dodge and cars, yeah. you think about them coming at you and trying to kill you. Well, it, it's better than fucking standstill cars and trucks. Like, you know. Right, but it like, doesn't make me feel like a motorist. It makes me feel like a squirrel. I mean, if you've got a car, you know, coming at you, don't you want a little warning label on the front of that car? It says Dodge! I'm sure this has to be an old joke. This has to be a joke that people have been telling for however long if this has been a kind of car. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was probably like an Abbott and Costello bit, like a lesser known one. Probably, you know. I mean, one of them Dodge cars and trucks. Yeah, you well, know where you stood with Ford, but these guys, where are they coming from? Yeah, it's like, hey, what kind of car tells you to get out of the way? A Dodge! Yeah. You know, it's probably in some fucking kid's joke book from the 60s. You You're know? right, or like some terrible dated vaudeville routine. Well, I think it's a little after vaudeville, but yeah, yeah, you've got to, you, you basically. But the, the point is, this would have been that whole episode. This thing we just did right now? Yeah. 
<laughs> That's all we got. Because we don't drive. We take the subway. Yeah, maybe we would throw in some Detroit jokes. And I don't even know if the Dodge Company is in Detroit. Those are just sad now. I know. Well, yeah. Detroit is a sad place where sad things happen. It is. Yeah. It is. It's uh, Detroit is rough. And so, we're not... We, they've had enough trouble. We're not so, going to make any more fun. Yeah. Sorry we didn't get the Dodge cars and trucks, but we really had nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we don't know about cars and trucks. We don't know what kind of engine is a good engine. We uh, just... I don't know what... what what actually goes on inside those engines? <laughs> magic. <laughs> fucking magic. It's internal combustion. It's a very basic mechanical property. Yeah, well, <laughs> how do you make it do that better? You don't know. You get an electric car. Yeah, in the see. the century. That's it. It would have been diatribe. You did, like, yeah, we would have been talking about why isn't this an electric yeah, car. Yeah, you burn combustible fuel. It's uh, like internal combustion is a very well-known principle. I mean, but yeah. it's, it, it doesn't matter. The uh, point is, yeah, we don't know anything about how to make cars more powerful or more muscly or I don't know what car terms are. I don't know shit about cars. <laughs> Fuck it. Next. Moving on. Okay. Okay. Uh, another J topic. Uh Here's a question. Okay, this is a J question. Okay, a J question. All right. Considering a previous topic discussed, knowing the inherent problems with raising your own chimpanzee and understanding that chimpanzees don't have tails, would you rather raise a pet chimpanzee or raise a pet monkey? Okay. Now, this goes all the way back to the episode we did about the inherent problems with raising your own chimpanzee. Right, and the lady that got her face eaten off. Yeah, I believe that was on Double Topic Day. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Um, chimpanzee will straight... Eat a motherfucker's face. Okay, between the two, raising a chimp or raising a monkey? Yeah. Monkey. Monkey. Monkey's monkey's more fun. Monkey can, like, go with you if you're a pirate. Yeah, monkey can ride on your shoulder. Uh, a monkey is probably not strong enough to eat your face, get your whole face off. That's I true. mean, like, it, it, maybe it'll get a few nibbles in, but yeah. it's a monkey. You just throw it across the room. And before you be like, oh, don't throw the monkey, it's trying to eat your face. That's self-defense. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But since we're talking about raising pet primates, yeah. let me throw in a few alternatives here. The slow loris uh, is crazy adorable. It's like a baby with fur that can't talk back. Now, we... We were talking about this when you saw some pictures of one on the internet. If you guys don't know what a slow loris looks like, look it up on YouTube. It's the cutest thing ever. It sits there and like holds a fork and eats like a rice ball. Yeah. It's yeah. got little hands. It's got a hand hands, yeah. Yeah, and it's got crazy eyes. And it looks like a baby covered in fur, and it's about the size of a baby. Right. So what you do is, okay, this is my plan. <laughs> okay. Okay. You get like a stroller, but like one of those old timey strollers with a little like little sunroof. Yeah. You know, and you put the slow loris in like a little onesie. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. <laughs> and you put it in the stroller, and then you go to some neighborhood where it's like lots of you know rich parents who who all are like kind of in competition with each other to see whose kid has the trendiest disease. Oh yeah, Park Slope, Upper West. Side, etc. Yeah. yeah, and then you push that stroller around, yeah. and then when somebody stops, it's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and you're like, "No, that's just my baby." And they're like, "Fuck! Oh god, I'm sorry." Yeah, you and give it a real like, normal sounding name too. Yeah, like, that's like, that's my baby, Stephen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's clearly this little creature that's covered completely in fur. Right. So maybe you just have a furry baby. Right. Like, it's, you know, it's clearly an animal that's not a human baby, but you just tell everyone it's a baby. You 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 push it, okay? You take the baby, well, the slow loris. <laughs> you take him for a walk, yeah. like 
early evening on the night of a full moon? <laughs> Can you tell everyone that it's a baby werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and if you have a real baby, it's even better, okay? Because the, then the rest of the time, you just go for a walk with your real baby. But then on the full moon, you take the slow loris for a walk. <laughs> so for that point, you need a real baby and a loris. Yeah, and okay. speaking of uh, pet primates, uh-huh. baby, the worst. Oh, God, no, no, don't get me started. They get big, they cost too much money, they talk back. Yeah, you don't want a pet that talks back. No, and, and you can't. Ju- they can't peel a banana with their feet. No, and they they're like helpless and they never for learn. Like, they never learn how to do that. I'm a grown ass man. I can't peel a banana with my feet. That's I mean, true. If I really applied myself, I I could probably get the peel off. But would the banana be in any state you'd want to eat? No. Diminishing rewards. They take too long to grow up. Yeah. Uh, just to get real for a second, slow lorises are very, very endangered, and poaching them is like an international crime. So you can't actually do that now, but if they're ever captively bred to the point where there are so many that we can have them as domestic pets, oh, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Totally, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, just trick the neighbors, baby werewolf. I guess the answer to the question is monkey. I hear sugar gliders are nice. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, cute, too. Yeah, they're adorable. I think they're illegal here, but anyway. Well, whatever. You know, mm. that's the that's the price one pays with primates. Yeah. Okay, uh, another Trevor topic here. Silent letters that don't make sense. Uh, See, this like, topic is tough for me. Okay. Because uh, I took a couple semesters of German. All right. And all those letters in English that you think are silent... Right. They are right out in your face in German. Because English is a Germanic language that now plays by somewhat Latin-y rules. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that they, some some guys during the Enlightenment tried to class us up. Yeah, but, so uh, like knight is like knigget, like in Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like, in German you just, you say that K all over the place, you know? Mm-hmm. You just hack that thing out, you know, you like, oh hey, you got extra letters? No, you don't. Say them all, okay? Okay. So they all make total sense. Because you have that problem in, like, French, too. Like Now, French is a language where the silent letters make no fucking sense. Yeah, man. Like, you read... Like, you look at French on a page, and then you hear people say it. They don't say half those letters. No. If French... (laughs) You really only need to learn the first half of every word. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, if you're talking to somebody who actually speaks it, you know, from France... Right. Or... Hell, maybe not. Maybe if you're just talking to some American who learned it and thinks they're fancy, uh-huh. they'll they'll be telling you, you know, oh no, no, it's not fla, it's fla, and it's like those sound <laughs> identical. Oh yeah, no, no, one has the t at the end, one has the the r at the end, and it's like you don't say either one. You, yeah. you just trail off. How can you actually tell? Oh, you can tell. Are you are you is it like are you hitting a specific note? Should I be saying it higher? Yeah, pronouncing French is a lot like drinking wine. Like, I, I'm not stereotyping France and wine, but, like, you know those people who say they know the difference between wine, like sommeliers and stuff, and and they you can put, like, a hundred different red wines in front of them, and they're like, oh, well, this is such and such vintage, and this is better for yes. this reason. You put it in front of my busted-ass palate, it all just tastes like wine. Yeah, it's like, like oh, yes, this has a, a smoky undertone with a, with a woody finish, and it's like... Yeah, you know what it tastes like? It's it, I taste it. It's like, ooh, ooh, it's very uh, grapey and a little bit boozy. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, 
I taste grape and alcohol. Yeah. Right? Is this cranberry grape juice with vodka in it? Oh, it's wine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't... I, and see, sometimes those, like, good sommeliers know what they're talking about. Sometimes yeah. they seem to really... Whatever, like uh, Jean-Luc Picard. I'm sure he knows what he's doing with the grapes. Yeah. But I think half the people you run into that say they can tell the difference between, like... Uh, uh, medium price vodka and expensive vodka. Well, that's or not like, wine, but yeah. or like I'm getting to that, or like cheap wine and good wine. Yeah. Half of those people are full of shit oh, and yeah. lying to you. Oh, totally. Yeah. So it's just a question of who's telling the truth and who sucks. Yeah. Um, as for the letters, I don't know why there's an M in front of mnemonic. That's the only one I could think of that really makes no sense. That might have a basis, like the German thing. I just yeah. don't know. That's probably some Latin crap where, like, it's supposed to be in the middle of the word, and we just stuck it on the front because we don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, like, it's supposed to have a vowel in front of it, so you hit that M and that N, but yeah, whatever, you know? Sure. Whatever. Okay. Those letters are fine. Whatever. Great. Okay. Cool. Moving on. Moving the hell on. Moving okay. the hell on. Okay. Hey, here's another J. Uh, your favorite microbrew. I have a favorite microbrew because the thing about microbrews is they're they're small and regional. Yeah, actually, yeah, no. I mean, if there's like if there's a microbrew I can get here that I would credibly call a microbrew, if I were to go on go full on beer snob, right? Well, good luck getting it, everyone else. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how are we going to recommend anything? That being said, there are like places you can go, and oh, there's yeah. a few in New York. I'm sure there's probably a handful wherever you people live. Yes, like. Uh, where they just have, you know, actually it's pretty big in, in New York, is like there are certain places where you go and they've got a big chalkboard menu with like a hundred different beers you've never heard of. And yeah. like, so you're just ordering them randomly. Uh, like, yeah, you just you uh, point to one and you're like, uh, sure, that one. That, that one, one has a cool name. Yeah, I yeah. think that looks kind of, uh, that name looks maybe Dutch or Belgian, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just, uh, that one, the, the, the Fjordiskanger, you know? Yeah, like last New Year's Eve, I went to this place and ordered a beer that was called like Yeti or Sasquatch or something. Okay. It was really good. Total crapshoot. I didn't know if it was going to be good. Yeah, I ordered a beer that I don't remember the name of, but it tasted like mangoes in summertime. That's nice when you're in the mood for it. It, it I was. Yeah. And, uh, so I really like beer, and I like trying new beers, but I could not tell you a favorite microbrew. Yeah, because most of the time, uh, I don't remember the name. It's I point to the chalkboard and say, uh, the pink one. The right. one in the pink chalk. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If I'm in a bar and I'm just like... Because that's one of the only chalk colors, really. <laughs> White, blue, etc. Yeah. Yes. If I'm in a bar and I'm just ordering pint after pint, it's probably going to be Guinness. But yeah. if I'm in a place that doesn't serve big commercial beers, then yeah. uh, roll the dice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just, hey, what's? The, I'll try this crazy thing. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, go somewhere and try a beer. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite beer is the one you try and like and you weren't expecting it. Yeah. Fucking throw a dart, man. Hooray, mystery beer. Not That's literally. Don't actually throw darts towards the... I mean, even if the bar has darts, don't throw them towards the bar. You will be ejected. That should be the name of a microbrew. Happy Surprise Mystery Beer. And then everyone would order it on yeah, when it's on the chalkboard. That's true. Yeah. You see, the, the microbrews, that's the other thing. They always give themselves these names that yeah. are supposed to sound tough, or they're supposed to sound fancy, or they're supposed to sound European, you know? Or sometimes they're supposed to sound wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it a name that is undeniable. 
Happy Surprise Mystery Beer. And you can have your fancy <laughs> description, you know, well, it's a non-traditional IPA, blah, 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 you know, whatever, <laughs> okay? But you call it Happy Surprise Mystery Beer, and then you put the description under it in the fine print. People will order it just to find out what the Happy Surprise is. Oh, absolutely. You're going to sell more bottles that way. Fuck yeah. Happy yeah. Surprise Mystery Beer. That's my favorite microbrew. Yeah. I'm going to be making it Just today. invented it. That's yeah. copyrighted. Yeah. I also would like to make a microbrew called Hagface Ale. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the story for another time, though. Yeah. It's yeah. just got a picture of a hag on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> she looks angry. <laughs> okay. Weird Japanese fetishes submitted by Trevor in Salton, Washington. Poop and tentacles. Fuck you, the end. <laughs> That's actually a very broad topic that we can get into, but I'm kind of glad we don't have time for it. Fine. And robots, okay? <laughs> Robosexuality. It's coming for your children. Well, there's a whole big difference between, you know, Western fetishization of, of Japanese pornography and the actual Japanese pornography in itself, where there's, like, weird subcategories with, like, ten-syllable names, and yeah, there's yeah, things yeah. like tans and, like, weird westernized eye surgery and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And we don't need to go into any of that today. No, no, no. Every Everyone's hair is bleached and whatever. Okay. <laughs> and you can't show pubes in porn in Japan at all. It's weird. Yeah. Or at least you couldn't a few years ago. I don't know. Maybe they changed it. But I you can show buttholes. <laughs> Good times. Okay, great. I'm glad that's in the show. Okay. Uh, fuck it. While we're doing Trevor topics. Okay. Pizza. I love pizza. Pizza's great. It's awesome. It's delicious. I would eat it every day if I wasn't kind of worried about getting fat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's great. You can put literally anything on it and still call it a pizza. Yeah. You can have a pizza with fucking no sauce and no cheese and no toppings, but then you put salsa and, and, and cheddar cheese and, I don't know, fucking turkey sausage on it, and you call it a breakfast taco pizza. It's still pizza. It's still pizza somehow. You can have, you can have pizza that's basically like a, a cinnamon pie. Like, uh, you know... You it's, absolutely... It's called just, dessert pizza. You they can did do it that. at Pizza Hut. They did that. Theirs was chocolate. Cinnamon yeah. does sound actually much better. Yeah. Well, there have been a few. There was blueberry dessert pizza at one point. Well, that's that's just a pie, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was on pizza dough. Well, then it's a really half-assed pie. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, pizza's awesome. Pizza you know, is magical get it and versatile. Get chicken on it. Hell yeah, man. Whatever. Get some chicken on there. Ten get, different kind of cheeses. You, you put the regular, the, the mozzarella on it, and then you put the feta on top yeah. like, as a topping, but it's also another kind of cheese. I want some pizza right now. It's awesome. I bet you do too, listeners. Yeah, God All right. damn it. Yeah, you just make a pizza. Put any crazy crap on it. Yeah. Tell everyone it's a pizza. All right. Put some hot dogs on that pizza. One in the middle of each slice. Then you fold the slice around the hot dog and you yum, yum, yum. Okay? I don't personally find that one appetizing. I don't either, but I want somebody to do it because really it's gross. so fucking wrong that it needs to happen. Well, yeah, it did happen, but yeah. Yeah, okay. So, okay. that one was from Trevor as well. Moving on. Moving on. In closing, we got one more question. We got time for one more question. This Probably. isn't all the topics, by the way. This is just we're out of time. This is just yeah, we're we're out of time and kind of sick of doing this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, submitted by Cassie in Salton, Washington. Mm-hmm. Should a mother worry about her son because of the topics he sends in to breakfast with the beak? Possibly. <laughs> that weird <laughs> Japanese fetishes one was a little off-putting, mostly because of us, but we uh. made it weird, and he opened the door for that. Well, I mean. 
sending a topic into Breakfast with the Beak is is really just like writing into you know Dear Abby or or calling you know. Dan, Dan Savage. Dan Savage. <laughs> I almost said Adam Savage. No, Dan Savage. Hell, call Adam Savage. Whatever. Right. He'll give you better advice than us. I mean, it's just, it's it's talking into a public forum. So it could be considered a cry for help. Yeah. But with Breakfast with the Beak, which what your question was about, there's a bigger thing to consider. Is this whole show in some way a cry for help? <laughs> yeah. Duh. <laughs> anyway, okay, if you're sending a topic into us... You don't really want to get better, okay? Because you're not sending it to someone competent. Or someone who's particularly helpful. Or someone who's who's nice. Or, or, yeah. <laughs> you're sending it to assholes who are going to make fun of you. Okay, that's not good. And, uh... I mean, we're better than, like, morning zoo DJs. We are better than them. You know. Yeah, because they don't even get angry. They're just wacky. We're thoughtful. Here's the thing, though, I think. The thing about Babies with the Beak is sometimes see when you when when we go to the trouble to do like research and actual thinking and whatnot, yeah. Sometimes we will find an angle yeah. that you wouldn't necessarily have thought of. Exactly. Sometimes, you know, when we when we get a topic we're like, well this can't be anything good and then in preparation for its eventual appearance on the show we research it and we find something amazing. That happens a lot. It's practically the premise of the show. So maybe people send in topics to hear us uh, find new things about things. Yeah, maybe people just want to hear us react to stuff. Maybe we're their puppets. Well, I mean, you have puppets. Yeah, so it's, I do. Maybe Soxenberg is a puppet within a puppet, and I, I don't know, Inception, blah, blah. It's too it's late to go all Inception. It's just, yeah. Hey, Internet, do you still like Inception references? <laughs> No. No. Fuck that movie. Uh, anyway. I, yeah, I think the answer to your question is is possibly, but look yeah. for other warning signs. I mean, in a perfect world, we could have you both on via Skype, get a little Maury Povich thing going on, but we don't live in a perfect world. No. So, we live in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Where Maury Povich is an asshole who gets a TV show, and we're awesome, and we do a podcast for no money. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if yeah. you're Maury Povich, give us your show. Yeah, let's trade off here. We have no leverage, and we aren't going to do anything if you don't, but give us your show. Yeah, Maury, you come over here and do this podcast, and we'll take your show and your salary. No, don't don't let him do our show. Oh. Get your own podcast. Oh, well, if we get a show, I don't care what happens to the podcast. Well, yeah, but I don't want Maury Povich to have it. <laughs> it'd be it'd be interesting. It'd be a serious cutoff. Yeah. It's like Breakfast with the Beak starring Maury Povich. <laughs> it'd just be... <laughs> yeah, what's that even? Like that's like we we picked a confusing title to begin with, and this is just going to make it worse. Yeah. Well, until next week. <laughs> right. Write those letters to Mori Povich. Yeah. Yeah. Get a petition going. Okay. Not not joking. Do that. That'd be yeah. I just 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 to, just because of the hilarious image of him opening letters and not understanding them. It's like. You should give Johnny and the Doc your show and host Preface with the Beak. He's not going to understand a single line of that letter. That's on, funny in and of itself. Come on, Beaknicks. We're kind of legion. Let's do this. Yeah. Beaknick Power 2013. You heard it here first, folks. Okay. Or something. I don't know.
This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.